0: Disclaimer, Canned Expression and its host Rochelle Roy only condone fully legal street art performed through means operating entirely within the bounds of the law. The intent of this podcast is to teach more about the most interesting aspects of street art and the community to get more people involved in the activity in a legal, safe, and fun way. Street art should be practiced in a way which does not damage any private property and allows for you to express yourself in a non-destructive way. For more information, please check out your locality or municipality's regulations regarding public displays of art. Thank you. Now back to the episode. This episode is going to be a little bit different from usual. It's going to be less of an analysis for any specific artists, artwork, practices in the community, or anything from my personal experiences. It's actually more of an advocacy episode slash kind of PSA, if that makes sense, because This is something I really genuinely do care about. Environmental preservation and awareness. And I think it's really important that we all do our part in not worsening existing issues and bettering practices that we already engage in to make sure they're environmentally uh, conscious. Oh, and uh, this is a two-parter. I know I have a platform with this podcast that's specifically tailored for a particular community. And with that, I think there's something we should talk about. Environmental awareness in your art. One thing I really truly believe above all is that if you want to pursue street art, you have to make sure you do it in a legal, safe, and fun way. And this episode and the next one, the second part, are both dedicated to that second part, making sure it's safe. Now, in areas in your community that have been dedicated as legal street art creation zones, they typically allow pretty much any form of art creation to be made on those walls, especially in the U.S., but also internationally in other countries as well. What you might not know is that some methods of street art creation are more damaging than others. Welcome back to Canned Expression. My name is Rachel Roy, and let's talk about environmental awareness in your art. You are now listening to Canned Expression. So what I wanted to talk about specifically is the MOA or method of art that you use. A lot of people, um, less so now definitely, but still many, use aerosol spray cans for the creation of their street art. The thing I'd like to emphasize most here is that if this is you, I have to really, really encourage you to stop using it. It is very harmful for the environment, and using aerosol spray cans specifically is worsening a lot of larger environmental factors that are worsening uh, effects like climate change in our society. I'll explain exactly why and how in just a moment, and then we'll get into more alternatives and more environmentally conscious solutions you can look towards going further. So first of all, why are aerosol spray cans so bad? This is something that's only recently been a topic of a lot of in-depth research, so up until now, the community as a whole was pretty much unaware. But the most conclusive scientific evidence, as was recently published by the Environmental Protection Agency and the International Emission Inventory Conference, finds that the usage of aerosol spray cans specifically leads to the emission of VOCs, or volatile organic compounds, which contribute to ground-level ozone layer formation. Now, just briefly to get into the science behind this, what this really means. Ground-level ozone formation is environmentally detrimental, while stratospheric or sky-level formation is good. Aerosol spray paints create ground-level ozone gas, which contributes to things like air pollution and smog. A recent study even found that almost 5,000 tons of volatile organic compounds were released directly due to street art in the late 1990s. Now, I will be upfront in saying that that number has gone down significantly since then, as the larger street art community, while growing, has progressively shifted towards more environmentally conscious alternatives. Again, this episode and the next one are primarily advocacy-based ones, because I think we need to continue this larger shift in the community. So... Whereas in this past episode, I kind of went over a lot of the overarching issues and the practices you should abstain from, the next episode, we're going to be discussing a little more, a bit more about practices you can change, the alternatives you can pursue, and things of that nature to make sure that your street art is legal, safe, and community-friendly. See you next time. With Canned Expression, I'm Rochelle Roy. Remember to keep spraying.